Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast, the show where we are going episode by episode through every episode of the NBC hit sitcom The Office. My name is Hilton Price. With me, as always, is Brian Sittler. What's up, man? What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I am good. I can see the world more clearly now with I, my readers. I love it. I who, love it. Who? You look like you're ready to do my taxes. I I, I, I haven't even done my taxes. Well, speaking of which, yeah, happy happy Tax Eve, by the way. Happy Tax Eve and yeah. happy Easter. Oh, yeah. Happy Easter. Resurrection Day, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Sorry your party's so lame. <laughs> he's here. Well, he's, he's here maybe in spirit. I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's back. He's back. We're all going to be fine. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. He's back, back again. Jesus is back. With the Renegade Master. Yeah, with the Renegade Master. <laughs> and, uh, and, oh, and, and, and it's a miracle. You can see. And I can see. I, I have readers now. Come on, Jesus. Uh, unfortunately, my thing. handwriting is still shit, so I don't know that I'm going to be able to read my notes. Well, then it's just pointless. Totally, totally pointless. All this is just pointless, but you know, we're all going through tough things right now. Not as tough as Michael. Man, we got this is the insult to injury he's already had. He lost the woman that he loved uh-huh. because of David Wallace. Holly, whom he loved. Whom he loved. He I love the love. way he frames that in the conversation with David Wallace. We're, uh, we're watching Frame Toby. Frame Epi- Toby, by the way. Episode yeah. eight of season five yeah. of The Office. Yeah. I Good love stuff. when he's talking to David Wallace, and, and it's the whole um, you have to have cause, and he says, it's because cause. I hate him. Oh. Isn't that um, enough? It should be. It should I mean, be. unfortunately, the only two fireable offenses at Dunder Mifflin are violence only, in the workplace. Only two, yeah. And sexual harassment. Everything else is fair game, y'all. Everything else is fair Don't game. Don't tell Dwight, though. He might try to burn the place down. I'm going to call bullshit on that. I think so, too. I'm going to say that if someone took I, a crap in Michael's. Oh, nope. Never mind. Nope, oh, nope. You can take a oh, crap in Michael's office and keep your job. We have seen that in action. That's true. And 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 he wasn't the first one, as Ed Truck uh, confirmed. Someone did that to Ed. Yeah, Truck? It, it's almost like a. It's it's almost like a. Um, it's it's yeah, like a. It's like a. It's like a rite of passage almost. Yeah. If you're going to be a Dunder Mifflin manager, you get a little shit on yeah, your carpet. That's right. Yeah. Plenty of it, or yeah. maybe even a little bit more. Um, but uh, now that um, now that one Holly Flax is back in Nashua. Yes, um, one David Wallace has to bring back the monster or the killer. Yeah. Um, and if we're talking in Scream Two terms. Uh, yeah, in Scream Two because yeah, it, it's a lot like when Nev Campbell went to college. A lot like it. You know, I mean, she, that's a, the one. The one thing that you can learn from that movie, amongst many. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, a very important movie. Very. I, I did watch that movie. I don't quite remember. To exactly. prepare for this episode? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> just in general. In general, I did. I did watch it. Um, At one point. Not that it really matters. One's all you need, and I learned enough, and now I'm here. So, I think it's interesting that he mentioned Scream 2, Mm -hmm. because I'm pretty sure Scream 3 had already been out by then. It was. Oh, good. (laughs) Because when the the office started in 04, right? Or 04, 05. 04? Yes. And we're on season 5, so we're talking about 09. Yeah, this Uh, is about 08-ish. This is when this this, this repurposed premiered i believe it was about november 08 i'm so glad one of us is is checking that stuff i gotta i gotta give it up to the wiki the dundy wiki you know i'll I'll give him the props right now the dunderpedia the dun my my sizable laptop yeah well i I do i do envy i do have a screen envy of your sizable laptop i will you have screen envy of my sizable laptop i will i will admit even the um i don't know what i don't know why the i the ipad people just don't want to have a big enough screen they think it's more portable that way, but I'd like a bigger screen. That's interesting. Yeah, I, it is what I, it is. 
That's like I remember when uh, when Jobs was alive, Steve Jobs, he had originally said that they were not going to make the iPhone bigger. Really? Because he had said that he thought that the average person wanted to be able to get their thumb across the screen when they're holding it. He ain't. I don't think he ain't, he ain't wrong. You know, I, 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 I got to say, I love my big phone. I do love my big phone. Yeah. I've gotten used to it. Yep. I have big enough hands where I can, you, it's you fine. You get them big old hands. I have big hands. Um, but Sittler men have sizable mm, hands. Tell you what now. But I was playing with my old tech today because my, my, with my big hands and because uh, my iPod is still alive okay. and working. And oh, wow. um, I have all those awesome songs off your old hard drive that I can still uh, shuffle. Ooh. And um, so, yeah, uh, it's like um, some kind of... Uh, but but my God my God the iPod iPod Classic even what yeah. a small device that thing is you think that's small iPod Nano I know mm-hmm. not even that and uh, what was the time I bought my first iPod yeah so hey connection with the joke you know I never had an iPod I didn't but that is a story for another podcast it is because we're one. framing Toby because we're framing Toby and Michael's pissed we're spending too much money on Caprese salad. That's two. Was that two pounds of caprese salad? It was. It wasn't even. Uh, was it even two ounces what, of caprese was it, salad? Was it even one ounce? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was. A, I don't think it was one ounce. Okay. I I have not weighed a lot of salad, but I've weighed a bit of weed. You weighed some sacks. I, I've weighed a few sacks in yeah. my day. Yeah. Um. You know. It I'll, could. It could be two ounces. Could it, be. I. 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 Easy to. I mean, you think you're about. Thro- you're throwing in the tomatoes. Uh, or, or, an eighth. Yeah. This is not a weed podcast, but an eighth. Is three and a half grams. Okay. Oh, you're right. That's true. That's grams, not ounces. Huh. It is not two ounces. No. Nope. Not even a little bit. Not even two. But I love, uh, but we get the we get the reprise, reprise, whatever it is, the two guys from Vance. Yeah. Making out who are writers, I believe Lee Stupnitsky and another guy. I can't remember. Another guy. That is and the his other name. guy. That's his birth name. A the lot other, of people don't know that. The other guy. He's kind How? of the he's the other guy like in Wham. How random that Mr. and Mrs. Guy decided to name their child the other. Like I just think that was Kismet, really. Hey, more power to him. Yeah. He really stands out that way. But and, but and, they get to reprise their role and and sell it to Rube Michael. And he's the one that whispers in Stupinsky's ear, right? I think so. Stupinsky's got the the lighter complexion and the the long long hair. Yes, hair. yeah. The other one that's wearing the hat, I yep. think, is the one who I can't remember. But they're well, both. He said his name is the other guy. I yeah, mean, the other the, guy. Both yeah. both uh, the very good, bo- very good writers on this show. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of writers, um, and so they get to reprise their role as uh, as the uh, dealer dealer we, dealers of Caprizi Salad. Uh, Michael has heard that they deal. They deal. They deal. Yeah, and he's not wearing a wire. Uh, why would you even say that? I, I, you know, he's not he's not uh, he's not the most worldly guy. That's a great scene. <laughs> why would you even say that? Um, I love how the other guy, because that is his the other name. Guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see how he gets the idea, and he tells him tells Stupinsky that. Yes. And I, I thought that was a neat little bit of like understated um, writing there. We actually got to see kind of how it played out in one of their heads to scam Michael. To yes. And then you see it in action when he says, um, uh, what is it? I'm taking a loss on this. Yeah, I'm taking a loss, man. Like, Come on. Yeah. Great last minute reinforcement of his pricing. I, I think uh, he's I think he sold fake drugs before. He has sold salad not, to, to 40-year-old men who have never bought drugs before. And possibly seventh graders. How, you how know. has Michael made it halfway through his 40s and never bought a bag of weed? Like, well, I, I know it was illegal back then. But but Ryan was right. He, he's never done any drugs. Nobody's... He's no never done ever drugs. Him any. Nobody's ever offered him any. All he knows is all he knows is what he's seen on TV. 
Just like all Dwight knows about trying to frame people he's seen on the shield. Yeah, which uh, most of the stuff they do on the shield is illegal. Is illegal, yeah. right. Yeah. I had no idea. So yeah. thank you, Dwight, also, for letting me know about that. pretty sure it's a cop show. So Oh, it is. Like, it's not featuring... about like medieval warfare. It's not no. a shield shield. No, 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 no. The no. badge. The badge featuring one Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis, <laughs> the thing? The thing Apparently. from Tim Story's two quality Fantastic Four movies? <sighs> I mean, they couldn't. Uh, would they get anyone else? No. Of course not. Of course. <laughs> you can't get Young Grufford for the shield. Jessica Alba for the Shield. No. Other members of the Fantastic Forecast for the <laughs> Shield. I mean, Chris Evans could have done it. He can do a fucking anything. Sure. Do you remember I that when Chris Evans that. was Johnny Storm? We're going to talk about anything but The Office. Yeah. Well, we're just going to go off every tangent you can think of. After last week, we have to. I think so. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Wait, well, well, three weeks. Well, it's a tense. It's a tense episode. We have to like have our comic relief of and fun distractions. Well, and I don't think the audience understands that uh, this is our number one time to hang out. Uh, since pandemic, you know, we just don't get to, to oh, socialize as much as we used to. This is true. So we got to catch up, man. We are catching up. How it's a folks? process. Oh, you know, as great as always. How about great, your, great how, as always. How about your mom? Uh, driving me up a wall. I see. I, I love that you sugarcoated it for the podcast. Fuck that. The gloves are off. That woman is going to drive me to an early grave. Good. Possibly before hers. And that's going to fuck you up. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm okay. No, this is part. This is part of the healing process. This is clearly part of the pulling back the curtain and showing the audience who we are. Well, you know, I think it goes in. I think it goes in hand in hand with pulling the curtain back on the show. You, we also kind of peel the onions back on us. I don't want to suggest that you have ever purchased weed in your life. Don't. But I will say there was a long time mm. where you definitely had no experience in that world at all. Zero. Zero. No. Maybe no. still zero. Zero. But there yeah. was definitely a point where you had zero. Zero. For sure. During that time. Yes. Um, and, and you'd been around the weed. You you knew the weed smokers. I've been in the world. The weed doers. I've been in the world. Yes. Would <laughs> would doers. someone have been able to sell you Caprese salad? No. No. I don't think so. No. I'm shocked the cop had to look at it. Yeah, like like extensively. And that the other cop had already begun the process of patting Toby down as he analyzed the salad. Yes. How much, uh, how, uh, what have they seen in the past? Yeah, what kind would, of shit weed are they what seeing? What kind of, I mean, is that, is that just, um, is that just what, that, is that how or, it goes in, in Northeast, nor, what, Northeast Pennsylvania? Northeast Pennsylvania. The, the Northeast Pennsylvania weed crop is so varied. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, are there actual bags that look, that are legit? Sometimes it's tiny packed buds of THC. Do they just... Other times it's large green leaves. There's like cheese in there. Like mozzarella. You... Yeah, mozzarella. Also, they don't mention it. There was tomato in there, too. There was tomato. Yeah. I, I mean, that's how much Michael knows, or that's how little he knows about the whole thing. And Well, the, also, the, the way he goes up to the warehouse guys and goes, you know why I'm here. You know why... <laughs> Like they do warehouse stuff all day and you then occasionally like, like an adult like a, just wanders up to them and they're like, oh, he must be here for the weed we sell. I mean, they were going to sell him a fridge. Yeah. I mean. I'm, they, here, I'm here to buy something. Is they, that what he says? Is that they, the here line? to buy something. But these were the two perpetrators uh, that led to drug testing, the wonderful drug test. And that one of the one of the great outtakes. Yeah. That, uh, they are the ones who just did throw the joint. So drug testing season three, right? That is season two. Two? Okay. Yes. So Yes. So really So they yes. if that deleted scene had been in, then it wouldn't be just Michael who heard they dealt. We'd all know that they were in, yeah, the, in we the, would, the weed world. We would be all more in for Michael, like, oh man, he kinda knows what he's doing here. 
we, at the very start. We might have been screaming at the TV earlier, go see the warehouse, guys. Yeah. They'll get you some weed to frame Toby with. Exactly. Also, um, you know, I mentioned the weed stuff because here in our state of Oklahoma, it's now legal. It is legally. For medical purposes. Medicinally. Mm. Medical purposes. And, yes. and a lot of people don't know this. Medical purposes can be anything you want. It could be a whole host of things. Y'all, y'all Oklahoma is a little mean, backwards in some places, but yeah. they got their head screwed on a little too tight in others. Little, just giving everybody the weed. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's not rigorous. It is not rigorous. We know that. Yeah, it's. We've it's, heard stories. So, um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll divulge some you, information. You go right. Ahead. I have a, a, a medical marijuana card. No. Okay. I, I, I know it's shocking. Mm. Um, learning so much today. When I went to the doctor for my recommendation, yes, he said, "Why do you need it?" And I told him, "I've never been in a similar doctor experience where I told him what was up." <laughs> Usually I'm like, uh, like, okay, so something's happening, but then he tells me what's going on. Oh, he's like, you know, this is, uh, this is, uh, you know, coronavirus or this oh, is yes, cancer. Yes, right. I, I've never been diagnosed with either of those, but that's yeah. the type of things they say. Yeah. This time I, he goes, he goes, why do you need the weed? I go, oh, insomnia and anxiety. Hey. Which, you know, sizable, sizable levels of which. Now, do I have those? Probably. <laughs> Are they also just the first two things on an alphabetical list of shit reasons why you might need medical marijuana? That's pure. Also that. That's pure coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I think, yeah, no, it's, it's legit. It's a disease. But it was funny to me how we were dealing with a situation where we were framing Toby about something that the cops wouldn't have even blinked an eye at in Oklahoma now. Well, maybe they might if they if it's not. Um, or they would have asked prop- to see his weed card. They yes, they would have. I mean, he wasn't driving yes. machinery. Yes, so he didn't have like a high. It wasn't. It wasn't. But it wasn't in his own personal home. Oh, okay. I think there are rules. Okay, you're I right. I believe that is part of the rules. There might be, uh, uh, you now, don't know. You were definitely a good Christian boy. Yeah, right? you know. Hey, happy Good Easter, boy. all that stuff. Uh, um, love you, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. He's zombie Jesus. Love you. Um, but yes, like he could have been in violation, but. I mean, I believe the penalty would have been minimal yeah, at probably. most. But also, though, he probably would have been fired uh, by his workplace. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's God bless that Toby. He's had a rough day. He's had a rough day. Uh, well, we had a rough time. And um, well, we're we're bearing the headline because this this features two iconic. Um, actually, the opening and the ending are two of the most cited things yeah. in this series. The opening being. Michael's. Oh, I've got it. No God. No God. Please no. no. Oh. No, no, <laughs> no. Of that. I went back and watched it a second time to make sure I had enough nose. I was going to say, can you say, I was going to ask you since oh, I, haven't trivia? Done, well, I haven't done trivia in so long. I was oh. just going to, I was going to. Nailed gonna, it. <laughs> uh. How many nose we got on this one? <laughs> uh, we, uh, the, the nose knows. Uh, and the nose, let me just count them real quick. No God, no God, please, no, 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 no. <laughs> Does that last one count as just one? Yes. Six no's. Yeah, six no's. Six no's. For so those the equivalent home. of six people. Because, mm. you know, six noses. Evidently, Michael Scott, or Michael Scott, Steve Carell did improvise, because I believe the, the, um, the script just said Michael screams. Okay. And he, that was his interpretation of what that w- would happen. And... And and it's done. It's not the fact that he just screams, but it's the fact that he cuts off Toby as he's being hi Mike, you know, mm-hmm. halfway through the Michael, and just obliterates him. Yeah. 
And God bless Paul Lieberstein, by the way, for coming back because he was showrunner at this point. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, so him, he had plenty going on. Him and Jen Salata were both. Yes. So like he, um, I had to listen to my office office ladies podcast get some more info, hmm. but he wasn't sleeping much right now. Yeah. So, but he handled it like a pro. This shit's why he's so damn skinny in season eight or season seven. Probably, yeah. He's skinny as hell. Probably so. Yeah. But they did pull off the tan when he came back. He was tan. I uh, I I do like how. I mean, uh, they shoot in California. There are tanning beds everywhere. There's sun everywhere anyway. Oh yeah. I mean, you don't even need the bed. California, I forgot about Cali. That. Um, I I I love the part when he's just Michael's leering at him through the window, just like a stupid face, and and Dwight's just like, it looks great. Yeah, it looks great. Well great. rested. Yeah. No, it looks worse. Yeah. <laughs> This episode was about so much about the inflection of the characters. Um, the, the, how do you mean? The little touches to how they said something. Just like that with that, no, he looks worse. Yes. Yes. Well, they had a, they had a when, when Dwight's claiming that he, he'll be the bait yeah. when they're trying to, 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 mm-hmm. to sexually. Yes. And then um, he, he was saying, like, men men find me sexually attractive and and michael just pulls out i'm sure they do dwight yeah yeah, yeah another great one yeah <laughs> it's a classic beautiful inflection uh but you're right you have phyllis when jim mentioned uh so jim's buying his parents house yeah, oh yeah and he, he that um, guy we we find out that story in a weird way because andy has been spying on jim's email yeah which nobody calls him out for other no. than jim that just kind of rolls off because the news is all yeah. about Jim. Jim says, what did he say? That's not yeah. okay or something? Yeah, that's really not cool. Really and not it's cool. Not, and yeah. it's not cool because that's some official shit. And I love how Andy's like, no, I have the peepers like an eagle. Like an e- Yes. Uh, Andy Andrew Bernard peepers. Mm-hmm. Makes me less, uh, makes you feel less bad for him when um, Dwight is calling the police and posing as Andrew Bernard, Andy yeah. Bernard, and one of my, my favorites. Andy Bernard. <laughs> And he's risked a great deal to tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but Jim's buying the house for his parents. And you have... Unbeknownst to the missus. When he tells... And Phyllis is talking about how romantic it is and how Bob bought this great house with the, the maze in the backyard, yeah, like evident, the shining. Evidently, Bob Vance has, has extravagant tastes. Uh, extravagant tastes and a lot of that Vance refrigeration money, which is good to yeah, see. Yeah, uh, does well. Which, I mean, obviously, he's not playing those, paying those warehouse workers a lot since they're scamming Michael Scott for 500 bucks. Gino and Leo, man. They're, uh, is that their names? I believe that's their names. real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I heard them again. They... Yes, okay. and they uh, yeah they yeah they're scamming them out of the money. Gino and Leo. Gino and Leo. <laughs> sounds like a couple of uh, uh, late generation Italians living in the Northeast. Sounds like it to me. I love it. Uh, you know, bringing up the stuffed animals and uh, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. They're, they're uh, they probably love being able to get in the episodes. Yeah, unlike Paul Lieberstein, who was trying to do a million things at once. But I got to tell you, having Toby back felt great. Uh, it it, it really. Did. Yeah. Having that that kind of foil for Michael to to bounce off of, yeah. um, you know, yeah. the, one of the great things about The Office is how it keeps the core cast through yeah. so much of the show. Yeah, they're really able to do that, and I like that. And it it furthered so while it made Michael's torture and awfulness in his life even that much worse. Yep. You know, they bury him even deeper. We get we get it. We're we're lucky as fans, and they're lucky as actors because they loved it too. Yeah. But we get to see that interaction again. We, we even get a, a talking head with them both in the room. Oh, it's beautiful. One of the oh, earliest ones. Oh, my God. That's so great. I I'd still love that lie. You said you were leaving, and you made liars out of all of us. Uh, you are the biggest liar in the world. The and then Toby, another great example of the inflection, goes, that's not how I see it. That's how I see it. 
<laughs> oh, but I didn't tell you. Uh, so Phyllis, yes. when Jim mentions that the house is on, uh, was it Langdon Road near uh, the quarry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Linden Ave. Linden Ave near the quarry. Thank yes. you. Great memory. Yeah. Um, try. The Phyllis says, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that little touch that says yeah, that little, so much. Oh. And actually, if you see in the back, um, Angela kind of does the same sort of wincing thing as well. Oh, it's kind of wow. hard to miss. I it's kind of miss her. Actually, I didn't see it. I only listened to Office Ladies podcast. Listen, go listen to that by the way. But she mentions that. That's great. That's a great little bit that yeah. really shows that this isn't just Phyllis being judgy. No, but this is that it's a part of town known for not being the best. Well, I mean, Creed lives there. So. That's true. Uh, and immediately throws out an invite to come throw stuff in the quarry. I mean, that could have been a great outtake too. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna, uh, you know. It's kind of it's not the nicest place. The shag carpeting, the clown, the um, but they're saving on closing costs. That shag carpet didn't look half bad. Oh, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I thought it looked kind of cool. I mean, I, I even the paneling kind of looked cool. Eh, the I mean, clown. If you go in, I mean, if you no, want yeah, to go retro, I mean, yeah. you know, retro look. I mean, you know, like could you see like a like a Atari twenty six hundred set up on the floor next uh, to the TV that, on a weird stand? That's me in heaven, at right? three years old. Yeah, it would have been, been awesome. That would have been awesome. But we're setting up though. Um, it, it's interesting with them, and he's. There's several outtakes in this, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting Pam episode. Yeah. With the microwave. And did you the one that you watched? So I watched on the DVDs. Yeah. And, so and I got the producer episode. Yeah, I did too. Because I, 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 I'd been watching on Peacock, and I'm mm -hmm. glad we talked about this because I was wondering. I think on the Netflix one, we when Netflix had it, I think we had the edited version. Yeah, we, we just had I think the two signs. Yes. There's Pam's initial sign about the microwave and then the one that kind of calls her out for being uh, you know, right. judgy or whatever. Actually, no, we don't even get that one. I'm pretty Oh no, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. We do get okay. the second one. That's okay. right. We don't get the third one. We don't get the third one. We don't one. get the third one. And, and then she hangs up a fourth, yeah. which later has a dick drawn on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't get her um we don't get her revelation yeah. uh at the end. But it, on the DVD, though, it is the producer's cut. When you say the revelation, on, you mean her admitting her to the admitting, group? Okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We don't get her admitting the group well, to the group. I don't believe on the edited one on Netflix. And we, you and I watched those added scenes on right. our own recently, and we discussed how we were kind of glad they were left out. Yeah. The office, the rest of the office came off as unusually kind of bitchy. They did. They did. And, and and I understand why they were doing it because she just come back with I mean, we're just one episode in from Pam fully being back from New York. Yeah. She's kind of like they're sort of it's sort of an extension of her think like season three when she kind of, you know, at the beach at beach games when she is sort this of is her speaking up. This is her speaking up, this is her speaking her mind. Yeah, I like um, that. and it but it's sort of like it's sort of taking it to the next level because she's 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 been somewhere else. Um, she still pisses Oscar off because of the anonymity thing. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't quite have the gumption to... She admits she was scared in that last scene, uh, the one they took out. And um, But she's trying to speak her mind. And she's trying to, you know, trying to do the right thing. I mean, her heart's in the right place. Ultimately, is is good, but she goes about it, I believe, in the wrong way. Yeah. Um. But it's I think it's all trying to further that, and within that, because she's talking about how much she loves New York. Yep. You saw it too. I think it's funny, and I think that she says that people in New York clean up after themselves. Yeah. That always just struck me funny. They do not. <laughs> they, well, I guess they're probably better about it now. I will better say now. New Yorkers like, take pride in their yeah, city. But... I mean, what part of I mean, New York's a big place. But That's I mean, true. if you're talking just the city, I mean, it is cleaner than it used to be, but it does smell like shit from what I've heard. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, But either way, it struck me funny just because I know it, it's, it's been crappy. But they're also trying to... Uh, they're still playing out the whole... Jim's anxiety... You saw that. So we, we cut to Jim for a brief moment. Yes. And you can see he's kind of 
saddened yeah. as she talks about all the great experiences she had in New York City. Right. Because in this episode, he knows. he's buying like a relic from his parents' generation. Yep. He's kind of yep. settling for a thing. And he knows that she's not going to be going back to New York. Yeah. I mean, she's really not going to be going back, you know, if she's going to be living with him in the house. Mm-hmm. And But he hasn't already told her, so there's always there's already anxiety on his part. But he also, the one, and this kind of, this was not my favorite Pam moment, was then he, he says, she makes a point, and they go to Jim, and he says, amen. Yeah. And she stops and said, she's like, no. This is serious. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's kind of harsh. But then I remembered the scene where he's like stepping back from her. Yeah. The, and she's yeah. like, why are you not as interested or angry about this as I am? Yeah. Are you, what does he say? Are you backing away? Are you away backing from- away? He's like, he's like, oh no, are we talking about the microwave? You know, yeah. he totally goes, you know, it was almost their first conflict in like maybe legitimate conflict, quote unquote, yeah. in quite a while. Not a fight, but not definitely fight, where but they're kind of at odds on they're something. They're at odds on something. Well, and, and you don't see. Jim doesn't pull a lot of kind of like classic boyfriend blunders. No, much. no, he doesn't. They, well, they're always been kind of a team. Exactly. They're, well, yeah. and, and they both show each other a lot of respect. They mm-hmm. show each other a lot of uh, forethought and caring. And yeah. and this was a time when um, he's literally kind of ignoring the thing that's bothering her. Right. Even to the point of where we um, uh, uh, have a um, where he's telling her. I'm so sorry, I lost my train of thought. Oh no, no, that's fine. We uh, had a uh, um, so he is. Um, it's not. He's not so good with conflict, or I mean, in my in my estimation, he's not typically the kind of guy to like drop the ball, right? To to, to stop listening to Pam, to try and get right. out of a conversation. He normally hit, handles these things head they're, on. They're usually on, and they're usually on the same. Uh, Thank you. They're usually on the same wavelength in most things. So I could see how that could be extra awkward, especially considering what he's about to tell her and and what he's about to do. And it follows on the heels of the scene with him in the rest of the office where they're kind of talking about how this is not a great thing. Exactly. So now he's nervous. Mm -hmm. Pam's talking about how great her experience in New York was. And he's thinking, oh, I'm just buying her my parents' old house. Right. And, And actually, there's a little watching after the fifth time. When Phyllis is talking about what Bob did, you can see an uncomfortable look on Jim's face come after later because oh. he knows he's like, you know, she's talking about how extravagant and their backyard apparently is like something amazed out of the shining. Yeah. He's like, and he knows how he all, went, the, all the work that's going to have to be done on the house. And it's not, it's the, not going to be like the that. things that aren't perfect. So he knows that he doesn't have that, you know, some shining, you know, like the roof of the, like the terrace that like Pam talked about what, what she wanted uh, back in, I think it was boys and girls. Um, her was like her dream house and how important that was to her. So um, I don't know if he, I don't know if she told him about that cause he's not in the scene when she's talking about that, but maybe she had. Yeah. And he knows that it's kind of taken a leap, but, um, yeah. and I still don't understand why he had to do what he had to do or what, what he, why he did what he did not had to do what he did. Here's the deal, Brian. Tell me when you are not rolling in it financially and you get a good deal on a house, say, mm. buying it from your parents. No closing costs. You jump on that shit. Okay. How do I know? <laughs> oh, oh, by the way. We're sitting in my mom's old house. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I, I, I get that. I totally get that. Just not telling, but not telling her at all. Oh, I, yeah. You know, and they try to play, and they don't play it off. Like, she, Jenna, Jenna Fisher would tell you in real life that, yeah, she wouldn't have been happy if that was her. Yeah. But she had to find she had to find the place where Pam could not accept it, but be excited about it, and yeah. and go beyond what reservation she might have. You know when it finally hit was the the art room, the art room, yeah, in, in the garage, the art yeah. studio, yeah. 
That was a lot of time and care he took there. It was. There was the art hanging up on the walls. There was the easel mm-hmm. mid-project. Mm-hmm. There was some sitting, some chairs, like a little mm-hmm. sitting area mm-hmm. so that you could have people visiting. Mm-hmm. He, It wasn't like an empty garage where he said, imagine your art studio. He right. took Excuse the time and built what he thought a studio should look like. Yeah, there's a lot of heart there. A yeah. lot of love and, you know. Yeah, so I could understand why she eventually reacted the way she did. Yeah. And, um, but at the same time and down the road when they're actually, when they're in a much worse place in their marriage, um, they do bring this up again. This will be a thing Mm -hmm. that, that she brings up, I believe to their therapist or media. I can't remember who they're talking to, but she's just talking to Jim about it. She's talking to him or talking to somebody else. Maybe I don't think it was Brian, the boom guy, but she talks about how he had gone on his own and done this without and done this without talking to her. Yeah, how he's and kind I, of impulsive. And like I think that. it could have cropped up in similar ways later. I can't remember exactly other other instances, but that it, this will be a thing that does stick with her. As happy as she is in the end, and um, yeah, you know when she she gets a Canadian accent at the end when she's like, "You brought me a house." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That is Canadian accent again with the inflection. This More time inflection. it's north of the border inflection, but yeah. whatever. Hey, it's, it's Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's oh, Pe- Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah, Pennsylvania Dutch. Um, um but, the, yeah. Uh, so that's... What I love about it, though, is that it's a very true to a real relationship situation. True. In that she can appreciate the value of what he's done, but also still be disappointed that she wasn't part of the decision-making. Right, exactly. You know? It's not as simple... It's not as simple as... Um, and this is something yeah. the fans it's not have, black and white. The fans have kind of wanted the office to paint Jim and Pam as kind of a super couple. Right. And this is a great example of when the writers really could have gone even deeper in how this is a complex thing. She can Very be complex. happy he did it and disappointed he did it at the same or, or how he did it the right. same at the same time. Yeah, yeah, completely. And I think that's what she realized eventually when she when it's going I think with the when as you said, when she sees the the studio and knowing that she's finally with the man she loves and she's ready to settle down and this is this is her this is her fast track way to get to the life that she wants and ultimately when you get da- right down to it it works for her and it's enough yeah it's enough for her and that's so. really what it needs to be is just enough for now um right uh and honestly, planting a seed for a future conflict. So it kind of worked out great. No, it from, is. From a writer's perspective, it's kind of great. Yeah, I know. It's great. Like, and maybe they saw that. They probably saw that for the heads. Like, maybe that's something we can exploit later on um, when, when maybe things aren't going so well in their relationship. Didn't realize the viewers were going to latch onto them so hard that no, you will not cause conflict. <laughs> Brian the Boom Guy will not happen. Well, that must have been difficult, I think, to, to interject. In Florida will not happen. To interject. Yeah, after they get married, especially. Oh, yeah. I mean, first of all, when they're finally together after what three seasons, yeah, and then after they get married, especially to inject conflict or you know just here and there, not nothing heavy, but maybe keep it real life as much as they could. Relationship conflict is hard to watch, especially in a comedy. Yeah, it's, it's especially hard in a comedy. Yeah, because it's it, it's it's often low on com- com- comedic flair. You know, yeah. these are typically situations where two people have very valid. And equally important, or, or nearly equally important, viewpoints mm-hmm. that are just at odds. Mm-hmm. There's not often a winner or a loser, 
unless you get a win-win-win situation in yeah. which he also wins for being the moderator. Never mind, I'm confused. <laughs> um, Wait, what episode are we talking about? <laughs> right. You know, which is why I think and. Take a take a look at a movie like This Is Us that came out a, a couple years back. Okay, I've still never watched any of um, those episodes or that TV show. But it's a, ve- a very intense relationship story. Okay, was it a TV show or a movie? This Is Us is a TV show. Is it a TV show? Okay, yeah, that's a series I've okay. seen. Um, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, uh, but it sounds like what you're talking about, from what I know. These are the shows that people get riveted by these shows. Yes, but because the drama is so intense yeah. to see happening on screen, and because you know that they're if not identical, equally valid viewpoints. Mm-hmm. And so it's more about watching how the characters maneuver through these challenges than 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 dealing with a clear good or bad person. You know, as long as there's not infidelity or something like that. Involved, right. You know? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, it, 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 well, this show is masterful at being able to go back and forth from the serious to the comedic. Yeah. Like no other show that I think I've ever watched, really pretty much. But, um, I, but I wonder if maybe just... On top of the fact that people are largely not okay with Jim and Pam not being okay. Uh, yeah, I, I I was one of those people. Same. Big same. I mean, especially the early times I watched the show. Yeah. I mean, anything... I mean, to a... I don't want to say to an unhealthy degree, but a little too much. Yeah. I think. But, I mean, they kept you going for so long. You know why? It was because of the... When they were when they were still friends, yeah. When the the love was not a spoken thing yet, yeah. We saw a lot of them, kind of being perfect, yeah. Being adorable with each other, right? Being, um, and that's what everybody wants, yeah. With their with their relationships all the time, and that's what it was. Is I think as viewers, we were kind of like, I want that. Not I could have that because it's a real relationship. Yeah. It's it's idealized. It's perfect. Aren't they so cute? Right. Maybe they'll get together next week. And in your entertain in your entertainment show, like yeah, we we appreciate the realism in this show, uh, maybe up to a point. Yeah. When it when it when it comes down to actual issues in a relationship, like throwing those within this is not the, it's not the most funnest thing to watch. It's still anymore. a wrap things up and leave a good feeling in my tummy after thirty minutes or, or forty five during season four. But you know what I mean, like yeah, it's it's it, it's not it's not a relationship show where it's it's therapeutic and powerful. No. And you can relate to your own life or stories you've heard about real life. Yeah. There's a few sacred cows here. Sure. Dwight cannot be uh, truly ostracized for his weirdness. No. He is kind of, that's just Dwight. He is. Michael gets to keep his job despite doing tons and tons of things that show he should not have that job. Yes. And Jim and Pam will be fine. Right. We said they will be fine. <laughs> no matter what. Right? Because I think there was... They they mess with that sacred cow. You about talk talk about Kathy, aren't you? I'm gonna I, well, I'm just gonna talk about um, what they originally wanted. Apparently, what's been talked about that they I think the original idea was they weren't gonna make it. I've heard that they weren't gonna make it, but then they would end up back together. Again, okay, like maybe on the finale. Or okay, something. yeah, like they messed with that idea. Yeah, and they kind of they tipped code. They get close to it, mm-hmm. and then they kind of turn back. And then they just have the world's best hug. They do. But we're jumping ahead. Isn't that all you need? And then also in season, uh, I guess, is it eight where they go to Florida? Yes. Um, season eight, they, the producers or so the writers were originally going to have Jim and Kathy 
have a kiss or something. Oh, okay, yeah. But Jim put his foot down and said he would not shoot the right. scene. Probably in that hotel room, I bet. Yeah. Probably yeah. that scene where... Yeah, uh, was it March Madness? Yes, uh, or the... Um, uh, yeah, with the bed bugs. No, it's a baseball game. It's a basketball it's, game, it's, a basketball it's not game. March Madness because no, that would happen in March. It's NBA. Yeah, it's the NBA. Like, oh, yeah. it's just it's the Phillies. Or not the Phillies. It's the 76ers. Yeah. Um, but yes, you're right. Like, they do... You were saying Dwight's the uh, <laughs> the sacred cow. I, and it, it reminded me of this episode. Dwight's right? when he comes, weirdness, Michael's... Well, when he, when he comes in the um, when he comes in the conference room at the very start, he's like, why are you here? To socialize and, yeah, the, and uh, inform. Was it baked treats <laughs> full of sugar and fat? No, yeah, thank you. Thank I'll you. stick with my jerky. Hey, you do you, man. Well, also, jerky is fucking expensive. It is. Uh, I don't see a world where Dwight's making enough to live off jerky and Dwim's, uh, Jim, Dwim, Jim's making so little <laughs> that he's settling for mom and dad's house. That would have been a power couple. Right? Uh, Jim and Dwight. It's uh, a good point. Dwim. 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 Yeah. 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 Uh, Jite. Um, have we had a Jim and Dwight talking head yet? Uh, no. Okay. Like, wait, wait. A co- like, like Michael and Like to- Michael and Toby. Uh, uh, no, I believe. I think it's coming up uh, whenever they do Kelly's birthday. Okay. Or No, no, no. Ooh. Yes, yes. When they miss, it is your birthday. Okay. And then, oh, because they're talking about how they, uh, they, they've been put on the party planning committee. They are the party planning committee against their own will. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Dwigged Dwigged features. Uh, he, he's in and he's in and around all of them this episode. Yeah, he does. He's, this is a great episode for him. This is a great episode for him. Great, uh, great. But there's moments that he's not even in the scene, and you're thinking about him, like when uh, Angela t- uh, and Dwight, or when Andy says that him and his little lady, oh yes. tell each other everything, everything, and every one of us in the audience goes, "No, she doesn't." <laughs> and you see Angela look off to the wall, uh-huh. basically, because she still has a little twinge of maybe just a little bit of guilt. Are they together right now, her they- and Dwight? No, they are. She is with Andy, and Dwight is 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 um oh, yeah, planning planning their wedding. Yep. Oh, yep. At Shrewd Farms, while he's he, while he's simultaneously banging Angela. Oh, he is banging her on still. the reg. That's oh. what I meant, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah they're yeah. Because there was yes. a moment where they weren't banging. There was, um, but they have recommenced the banging. Well, it's got to be good stuff. Well, I mean, apparently she's into it. Yeah. I mean, um, clearly that neither of them fans of missionary because we know that he says that you know eye contact. You know how rare that is in the animal kingdom. <laughs> Clearly, Dwight is a doggy style man. Or maybe reverse cowgirl. I don't know. Uh, who knows? He's a um, he, he has all sorts of thoughts in his head, and definitely has uh, fantasies. Yes. Um, as evidenced by that final talking head. Oh, that's yeah. something he's thought way of way of way too much of. We talked about the no um, the the six no's uh, the six and the pleases and the gods. Uh, yes. But then also Dwight's well, perfect crime. His perfect crime. Yes. Which which honestly I think I think is a little overrated in my opinion. Yeah. I mean it, it's good. Uh, it doesn't blow me away. I think I think people like think it's just like this all time amazing talking head, and it's really good. He recites it like it's this very intricate plot, uh-huh. but it is largely nonsense. It's yeah. just misdirection after misdirection. It is, and, and he does have the classic. Now this is where the story gets interesting. Part yeah, which may which kind of brings it up a level yeah. to me, but uh, it does show. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of. It's it's sort of. You know what the you know what the original tag tag was going to be. Yeah. Okay. So people were asking why Kelly and Ryan are wearing when when he actually breaks up with her. Uh, why were they wearing different clothing? Oh, than earlier in the show. Because it was supposed to be on a different day, and it was going to be later on, and that was going to be the ending of the episode. Ryan and Kelly. Ryan and Kelly. Oh, okay. Yeah, when he breaks up with her, and yeah. does, and and he's going to Thailand with well, friends from high school. Well. 
a high, high school. school, which ooh, Oy vey. good night. I mean, they really, I guess they really just sort of hit a wall with his character at that point. They must have, like, he wasn't going to go anywhere. So they just made him, they made him the most, the skeeziest, most in, asshole way to, and, 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 and by the way, Mindy Kaling wrote this episode. Really? Yes. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her indeed. But, um, and I don't know, that doesn't, I know that the original scripts were edited here and there. I don't know if she actually wrote out what he said, but um, that was incredibly, uh, like, damn, who and, the hell does that? And this has definitely got to be because he was in Inglorious Bastards. I would think you're right. Because that came out in 09. Yes. You said this is filming yep. in 08. Yep. This came out came in 08. Out 08. So, yeah. I mean, it would have been, yeah. So he would have, I bet he would have been just about, yes, you're right. I forgot he was in that. My God. Now, that was a great moment, too, that scene between Ryan and Kelly, because um, there's that great thing where he, she says that she broke up with Daryl for him, yeah. and he immediately does this kind of classic Ryan move of oh. absolving himself of all responsibility. Yeah. With a, you, that, you made that choice on your own. You cannot put that on me. <laughs> Don't put that on me. Didn't he type out the message? Did. <laughs> That was your decision. Don't put that on me. Yeah. They sent it together. They sent it together. They, they pushed the button together. They sent it together. And um, he's supposedly going to Thailand. He doesn't end up going. No. We found out. Where'd he go to Florida? Uh, yeah. Uh, Fort Lauderdale. So, Fort Lauderdale. And they had, and it was someplace where they had really good pad thai, apparently. Yeah. Um, it was amazing. It was amazing. But the fact that she just, she's like, what? So you're dumping me? And then he, and then he's like, "If you have any, we have sex one last time. If you have any cash, it'd be amazing." What up? This is okay. Really, yeah, <laughs> and that to me is just such an amazing thing because the idea of of any kind of partner, um, whether it's a, a serious girlfriend or, or boyfriend or or just like a a, a one night stand situation, mm. someone hitting me up for money, mm. fuck off. Like no, I can't imagine the idea that 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 relationships would be a transaction, and and no lack of love for sex workers, y'all y'all keeping the economy going. That's different. But you know, like if if you're in a a, a committed relationship, yeah, also, or any relationship really, you both work at the same place. <laughs> you probably have somewhat similar salaries. I mean, I guess he's a what is he now? Is he a sales? He's a, te- again? he's a temp. He's, he's a temp. temp. He's, he's a temp a, again? He's a temp who won't clean the microwave. Oh, yeah, he's a temp. She even said, Pam like, says that. That's why we have a temp. Yeah. Oh, but he's he's too, um, he, he, he's too, he would be lost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. she. I mean, yeah. she, he has seen something clean before, though, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know, Hilton, you know. But he's, he's hopeless in that kind of thing. That's uh, such a great <laughs> moment between Pam and Ryan. Well, he comes out in all support of what she's doing. Well, kind it, of. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. But he's playing the, you know, at some point. Somebody's just gonna have to do it. Yeah, and evidently, like you don't see it, but I think in the script she does. She's the one who ends up doing it. She's like, "Fine, I'll do it." And then as she's walking over, apparently Stanley just starts slow clapping her. Oh wow! And she just goes in, and that's it. Oh man, I know. <laughs> I uh, that, I don't think they filmed that. That was definitely not a deleted. It was. Scene. I don't believe it. Yeah, it was, but they talk about it. Uh, it. I've seen it written, and they they do talk about it on the Office Ladies. Okay. Um. But yes. But he. He, he he's as skeezy he's as skeezy as you can be in this set, which which it just shows goes to show they took him down to the basement yeah. of how how uh, manipulative and just dickish you can be and then he was just like this isn't fair to you and it's really not fair to me 
I mean, that was just that was just the most perfect. And this this is actually a really great Ryan episode for the one simple fact that when Michael, in his uh, I believe second attempt to get Toby fired, mm-hmm. um, is egging he's egging on Toby to hit him. Yeah. And when and Ryan chops in like, yeah, hit him. And he, he immediately just, Michael looks so hurt in that moment. <laughs> and Kelly is already, Kelly, she's already said hit him. He didn't say anything to that. No, but. And, 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 but, but Ryan, cross I, the, who, whose side are you on, man? And cross I gotta tell you, I, I was surprised that um, <laughs> when he was talking about who would be the, the good looking people in the office that he said Jim first and I know. then Ryan. I know. The, who's won Dundies as the best looking yeah. in the office. So. Hey, kudos, Jim. You're up on the list now. I wonder if that was written or that me. way or if that was uh, an improv. Uh, I bet that was written that way. Yeah. Yeah. They. Cause that's the other. That's the other thing. They can make some. They can make certain lines sound like they were improv. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's again back to inflection. Yeah. It's all the way he inflects, like just to make it sound like it'd be Jim or Ryan. Well, and I'll tell or you, or me. You know. <laughs> they they have to have an ear for how these characters talk by this point. Oh, for sure. Five years in. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I. I I can tell you how my anchors report at the news station, mm-hmm. you know, so I would, you know, I write scripts in unique ways for the different anchors. Mm-hmm. So, of course, by this point, for your for your stars. Oh, of you, course. You'd be doing that. Well, and they, the, 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 the Michael Dwight interactions in this are just so classic with, yeah. with how he's uh, just trying to scheme and, and he's like, um, Oh, I love catching people in the act. That's why I always whip open doors. Yeah. <laughs> little asides in this episode are great. You could, yeah, the, all, there's so many asides. Like, as an overall episode, I will say, it's a very good episode. Yeah. It's not a great episode. It's very good. But the asides, they have their own, like, mountain of just, like, God, that's really good. It's the same thing. I think that's, as you go on in the seasons, like, you still have great moments. Yeah. Maybe the story overall isn't the best. You know the most tightly still, ex- executed, but you still have these great little moments here and there that just creep in all the time. Never goes away. But this is still one of those. This is kind of the first five seasons have mostly perfect episodes. And I don't mean perfect as in they're not flawed. I yeah. mean perfect as in they 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 understand what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. They understand what has come before, mm-hmm. and they understand what is currently on the docket to come next. That's right. There's very few inconsistencies. Right. There's very few things that are going to be altered or changed later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest one to me is always the fact that they tore up the carpet twice. Did they? Yeah. My God, I. I they can't. tore up the carpet when he shot it, and they tore up the carpet when they got uh, the, too much caffeine. That's right. Yeah. My God. Yeah. But but you're right. The asides. I just I just I just came across another one. Um, mm. The um, have you ever framed anybody? Or an animal, for that matter. <laughs> I have not. Luckily, Dwight has framed lots of animals. Well, and I, I felt somewhat stupid reading this because it never fully hit me the um, the joke about him framing a bear yeah. for eating out of the garbage. <laughs> Which oh oh yeah, that implies that he's eating out of the garbage. Yeah. And in what circumstance was that appropriate? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. No, me neither. <laughs> like it just kind of sound funny. Oh, just frame people for fun. Creativity. I mean, I, I and then he had to frame. Uh, it must have been uh, Christmas, and he had to frame a raccoon for opening the present. Yeah, like for whatever reason. I don't know why, but it's funny as hell. Did you ever open a present too early on Christmas? No, I didn't. I should have. But yes, now I get where you're going with that. I understand. No, I have. I have a story. 
Tell me. I have a story. This is now the Hilton's personal story podcast. Okay, we're going to tangent now. Um, five years old. Okay. New York. Good uh, times. Long Island, New York. Uh, Christmas morning. Yeah. I woke up before anybody, because again, five years old. <laughs> yeah, it was probably like four in the morning or something. There was one big box under the tree. Oh, baby. I wanted to know what was in it. Oh, the urge got the better of me. Okay. And I pulled a little bit of that paper Just away. A little bit, a little bit. And I saw the words, Masters of the Universe. Oh, yeah. Do you remember how big that shit was when oh, we were five Castle years Grayskull? old? Castle Grayskull? Castle Grayskull, He-Man, that Skeletor. Big box. That yeah. was a big box. Yeah, that it, was awesome. It was either Castle Grayskull or it might have been Eter- the one. Was there one for Eternia? The Eternia playset that had the three buildings or, and the monorail. Or, or Snake Mountain. Could have been Snake Mountain, too. Snake Mountain. The original Snake Mountain that had the voice yeah. changer. Yeah. Those toys were cool. Oh, that was so much fun. Oh uh, so that's I, I I ripped the package. I ripped. Did, ripped the, and did you? What animal did you frame? Oh oh oh, buddy! <laughs> I am so much more creative than that. Okay. We had two dogs in the house. Those dogs were my friends. I was not about to throw them under the bus. The wind. Oh, the wind came <laughs> yes. down the chimney, blew out the fireplace, and blew open the wrapper. It's an act of God. I woke my parents up to tell them this. <laughs> My parents w- were woken up early on Christmas morning to find out that their son had opened his present early and lied about it. <laughs> and used Mother Nature as an excuse. If I may paraphrase, <laughs> happy birthday, Jesus. Sorry your party's so lame. That was their Christmas present. <laughs> yeah. It honestly was. They told that story for years. I'm sure they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the mileage they got out of the story is, is, is just priceless now like a chandelier oh the price was there hilton price um oh booyah Ba-da-ba-ba. the um the best part of it though is what i went in and told them was i, I didn't tell them because i needed to immediately report the crime of the wind <laughs> i i went in to tell them because crime of the wind. i wanted them to know that one of these presents was a he-man playset. <laughs> as if they didn't already know this well, were you technically still a Santa believer at this point? I must have been. Were you in the cult of Santa? It's I a good guess. cult. I like it. Yeah, it's a cult of Santa. <laughs> hey. St. Nicholas. You see what Santa gave me? <laughs> well, what are they going to do, right? Like they, you know, they got to play dumb too if like the if the if the charade is still ongoing. So, I guess. It's kind of a sort of a, a not bit. a bad not a bad move. Some parents are in cahoots with Santa. Some are. Some. I don't know if mine were those parents that like you know that they talk to him throughout the year or whatever bullshit parents are telling their kids. Yeah, did they say shit like that. Perhaps uh, like uh, I've been talking to Santa lately, and yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, like, it's the '80s. They were all on coke. Uh, yeah, they could come up with all sorts of shit. Yeah. But um, uh, one, uh, I was I was proud of Michael. Not really proud. I will yeah. say, uh, if I could tangent, <laughs> not, not proud not, so much not as proud as as sort of um because he's not really trying, but him trying to actually converse with Toby, like it's a fucking episode of Fear Factor. What I love about <laughs> it is how he like goes in and he's he's gonna he's gonna make casual oh. small talk with Toby, and he's gonna serve Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell, you're about to get served. Man, you want to see some acting? He try. I mean, he tries. I don't know if I don't know if he reaches the Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell level. No, no, God, <laughs> Kurt Russell's a American He's treasure. A, love that man. Um, great, great man. But uh, him, uh, you know, just with the coffee, like saying, you know, why don't you get an air conditioner? You know, yeah. he's like stammering and just doesn't doesn't doesn't. And and and, and, and Toby even calls him out on it. You okay, Michael? A, yeah, he's such a he can he can play that straight. He never he never breaks. Yeah. He can just keep it going and going and going the whole time. Now. 
Although I will say one of my favorite outtakes, and you might have seen this too, is when the the sad sack Toby just looking down and just this is after uh, Michael was like trying to get him to hit him. Yeah. And he's just he's like punch, punch, and he's just kind of saying the word punch like punch Michael. Really? Yeah. He's kind of oh, just I looking down that. and kind of like he's just sort of like throwing his fists a little like sort of. Like, you know, it's sort of it's how we do, you know, when we like, we're in the moment and later on you're like, God, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have, you know, taken a fist uh-huh. to him or something like that. He's just doing that. And, you know, it's just like he's the saddest human being on earth. But you do realize that it's not entirely a one way street on the Michael and Toby hate. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, he, the man does have his limit. I mean, if, if he had half of a backbone, he could have, HR would have gotten involved. Yeah. The man was framed. He admitted it. Michael actually admitted he was he was one caprizi salad away from uh, a charge of entrapment. Oh yeah, because he even tried to. It's mine. It's mine. Yeah, it's mine. Yeah, yeah. Like his humanity shows up again. Like the yeah. like we're we're low on redeeming qualities of Michael here, but he does try to. It is probably his most golden moment with Toby. Probably, you know. Probably, um, it's hard to say. I, mean, I don't it's, know if it's, he's doing it up there. Is he doing uh, it for real? Like, would he honestly take the blame, or is it posturing to kind of show that this is a messy situation? I, I, I could go either way. It's a mess. I would kind of go with the latter. Yeah. Um, just because I think him it actually playing out in front of him while other people are around. I think he. He kind of just sees it happening and, and and just kind of in real time realizes I can't do this. The difference between when they're planning it, where it's an episode of yeah. The Shield, it's TV yes. come to life, yeah. which is Michael yeah. and Dwight's thing, right? And then he, later he sees cops yeah. manhandling one of his employees. This is true, yeah. and and really, really what gets him after and after the cops leave, really what gets him pissed off is the fact that he just can't get Toby to get pissed at him. Yeah. Because Toby immediately says they could have been out solving real crimes. <laughs> That's what you're worried about. The taxpayer. The taxpayer. <laughs> Jerky jerk face only gives a shit about the taxpayer. And that's it. And 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 that's where I got it. Like if, if you actually punched him or actually like stood up to him, Michael might actually he might actually respect him. Oh, and he'd probably go down quick. Enough, and he would go down totally quick. Ten bucks says Michael cannot hold his own in a fight at all. Good God, no. I'd bet a lot more money than that, actually. I'm confident in that bet. Well, and and well, when uh, later on after the um, oh, I, I wanted to bring this up earlier because feature down the way with the the no the six no's mm-hmm. earlier, I believe it's a uh, uh, a future episode paid homage to it um, when Michael reveals that he is dating Pam's mom, and we see Pam after she finds out down in the parking lot just saying no. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Different approach, but but equally valid. But 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 equal and equally enraging. Yeah, I mean that's uh, Toby returning or Michael Scott banging your mom, both <sighs> equally disturbing. Good lord! I have seen people and they are disturbed, David. <laughs> I love that that's the word he uses to explain to David. They are disturbed, and oh, his use of nine one one to get a reaction. Out yeah. of, apparently, not just David Wallace, but everybody. Nobody would call him back before. Nobody call him back, and now they call him back because they think something has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> He's so proud. I, he knows it. That's what I love about Michael is that he 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 sees the strings but doesn't care. You know, he gets the the the, the, the way the 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 result. Wait, the end. 
It seems mean, but the end justifies the mean, mean. which fuck me if I won't be using that in regular speech now, because that that is a great line. It's a great. It's one of the best Michaelisms. Yeah, it's it's used. It's using correctly, but it still works. It still works. And it actually works. Yeah. Well, kind of, kind of It's like 80 (laughs) percent, maybe if your means are also mean. Nailed it. We know that he doesn't know what means are. No, of course not. That's no. the point. Which means that the theme song to Different Strokes just sounded like it went to gibberish for a moment with him. <laughs> Every time. He's a man of means. What <laughs> the fuck does that mean? Mr. Drummond's mean? What? Right? Oh, yeah, good. there you go. Yeah. He's, a, he's a man uh, who's mean. mean. Yeah, he's <laughs> old white Mr. Drummond. He seems so nice to me. He did seem I don't nice. know what's going on. But but yeah, nice. the, the, the ends justify them. He finds out that the ends don't justify the means. Or the mean. And... And somehow he turns back. And what else? Oh, 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 I wanted to talk. Speaking of missing things, um, just a heads up to our listeners out there. I am going to be um, questing on a nerd-tastic uh, vacation this summer to Scranton. What? Yeah. Uh, 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 breaking news. Bum, 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 bum. Um, and I've decided actually to stay. I'm, I'm arriving in the daytime, and I'm actually going to stay the night. In because Scranton? yes, because I want to go to Poor Richards. Oh hell yeah! And uh, and mul- and other places like Pizza by Alfredo. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have that too. And those those two those two places very close to each other. And the Steamtown Mall. Kind of go hand. In, yeah, that's that's it's it's not called the Steamtown Mall technically, but oh it's, really? Okay. It is. There is the mall. I think it's based off of is in the area. Okay. Um, you can at, talk about how you don't like wearing the dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 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 see um uh you know I'll I'll go throw some change into the wishing well, <laughs> I'll wish for some some things. Oh, actually, you know, mentioning and, uh, oh, oh oh, and go ahead. What were you gonna say? I'll I'll, I'll complete that after you're done. Harken back to that episode, we have Angela talking about buying the uh, clothes at Gap Kids. Yes. Whereas in this episode, we find out that she has a child size wedding dress uh-huh. from her time as Miss Tiny Mid Atlantic Bride. Very disturbing. Very disturbing. Yeah. In the first place, why is that a thing? The marketplace um, at Steamtown. Marketplace is Steamtown. Thank That's you. Called. Um, but I was I was perusing the map of the area because yeah. and I did notice the area of um which is just north of Scranton. Oh, God. oh yeah. And now it's, I'm and now I'm blanking on what it's called. Is it Dunhill? Dunhill. So way back in uh, branch closing, I believe it was, uh, Kevin proposed going to a certain restaurant, one of them, and Wait a minute. Not, I don't think that's right, actually. No, it's close. You're close. It's not... Um, what the hell was it? Somebody's yelling at me right now. Like They're uh, all yelling at us right now. You, you idiot. Like You should freaking... Dunmore. Hey, Dunmore. There Thank you. Dunmore. So Angela doesn't want to go all the way to Dunmore. But it's like right there. But it's like right there. It's less than 10 minutes away. Oh, man. So that... So, I have a feeling that like the fans like in north north northeast Pennsylvania and, and the surrounding maybe northeast more that know that kind of thing definitely got more out of that little quip than the rest of us who don't know how close Dunmore really is to Scranton. Um, but that's a completely Angela thing, and I just wanted to bring that up just for the record's sake. And honestly, as much as that is an Angela thing to not be willing to drive 10 minutes to go to a restaurant, I have a friend who won't drive into midtown Tulsa to go to places, so... <laughs> I get it. I do too. I do too. I it's it, it's definitely a thing. And maybe I'm just I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to driving over, you know, 5 to 10 minutes to get places. Yeah. And I'm just sort of weird like that. But I did like the fact that um and I'm going to visit I'm going to go by that uh 
Dunmore area just to see. I don't know. I'm looking forward to you it. Check out it. If you, f- you find out if Angela's right. I'm going to find out. You know what? Is I'm, Dunmore worth like, going is to? Is it worth going to? I'm going to. I'm. I'll, I'll get back to you on that. And one. then you send a letter to the the, the office send, ladies. I'll, yeah, I'll send a letter to the office ladies. Pastry cubes. That's what Dwight calls the brownies. Pastry cubes made Paste. of sugar and fat. And we all love them to death. Pastry cubes are fantastic. Oh, yeah. And they never really established why they're having brownies in the first place, by yeah. the way. Um, like, I guess it's a welcome back party? Uh, they were saying that apparently Phyllis was giving them out, but no okay. reason is given. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I mean, whatever. Oh, yeah, because I guess uh, Toby had been back for a week by this point. Yeah, and that's the other. And so you saw where... The, the scene immediately after the no, 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 mm-hmm. uh, where Pam and Dwight basically, which is an interesting dynamic in Michael's office. That and, they're the ones he calls in to do that. Well, yeah, and they're questioning his, um, we're more concerned about your he mental might, health. Yeah, uh, uh, Dwight says, I'm, I'm concerned yeah. you might have uh, brain yeah. damage. Brain damage uh, from Q-tips. Q-tips in the ears. In the yeah. ears, so it's, yeah. And he and Michael Michael loves those Q-tips and doesn't care how much it's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's one alarming. of my favorite parts is that he is uh, really um, he he locks on to that Q-tip thing and decides he's never going to stop. <laughs> it's kind of like how he looks. He loves to look at icicles right underneath him. Yeah, he's never going to stop that either. Do you, go ahead. Do you have anything you do just out of habit that's painful <laughs> or dangerous? I eat too much fast food. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, but but so that, that's more of an accumulative thing. Like like a mental like danger, like that amount of danger. Like in the, standing under an icicle uh, and you won't stop <laughs> even when you know you know, like I kinda have the the urge to look at him, the Lula. I don't want to go right underneath. It looks cool. It does look cool though. I mean you could just take a you picture of your phone and look at the picture. Yeah, you could, but I, I like I don't know, I kinda like raw dawn it with my eyes. Raw dogging it with my eyes. Raw dog <laughs> in real time. For a minute, I thought you were saying radon chong. <laughs> this is not a radon chong podcast. We've established that now, in case uh, anybody else was wondering. The brownies <laughs> uh, were a source of a lot of different stuff this episode. Not only was Angela just fucking fat shaming Kevin in the beginning of the episode, mm, true, telling him that he's yeah, inhaling yeah, them. Yeah, they're they're not even touching his. She his didn't t- know if he's touching his tongue. Yeah. Yes. But then Michael decides that he's going to parcel out his two brownies over Good the word. course of the day. Yeah. Uh, it's much which, healthier. Which we know that's not going to happen. That is not how health works. Mm. If you eat fattening foods <laughs> healthier. slower, healthier. You, uh, that's not better for you. That's like, the ten- that's like the tenacious D method when they're yeah. doing that, that skit in the drive-thru. Yeah. And he's going to have a little bit, a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And, and But Michael... You know, with with the events of such the day and what he what he's dealing with now, and and evidently was just blocked. And and David Wallace is concerned too. Oh, because he's, he's been, been here a week. He's been there a week, yeah. and it's just like he's been blocking it out. And there is an outtake actually, I believe, where I think Toby says, "Like I swear to God, I talked to him a couple times." Really? <laughs> and he just—it's almost like he's in so much pain that he just blocked it out completely. And they—and—and and he even says it. He even says it himself. And that's where the—and then he goes into the scream too. Well, and dialogue. I love before that when Jim is like, Jim just flat out tells him, "Yeah, Toby works me- here again." You should meander back. Well, like, I, he just pushes the ball over the hill. He tells him Toby works hill. here again, and Michael immediately is like, "Oh, can you imagine?" <laughs> Oh, should I? You know, he just thinks... And, and then he... Yeah, he surmises that it's a practical joke by yeah. Jim. Well, and he says, you should just meander back there. And Michael says, oh, oh, maybe I will. Just for old time's sake. You know, but... And then he goes back there and acts like it's a practical joke, but it wasn't set up that way. No. He was just going to go back there. He thought he was just kind of... Jim was pulling his leg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back yeah. there and find an empty desk. Yeah. He does see an empty desk. 
Yeah. And says, oh, great practical joke, Jim. Yeah. 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 He was th- he was thinking Kelly was just taking two brownies just really for her. And she was just saying that. Yeah. To to like she was going to give the other one to Toby. Mm. No. Sorry, Mike. It's uh, it's on like Donkey Kong, unfortunately. I, I do like when uh, he is telling David Wallace that he thinks that he has blocked out Toby's uh, return. Yes. He calls it toxic shock syndrome. <laughs> does toxic shock syndrome of course yeah. is the oh, an illness that you can get from uh leaving in your personal hygiene products like, like, like tampons in for too long oh really yeah that's okay. toxic shock syndrome okay it does not come from your hr manager coming back from costa rica are you sure neither does <laughs> stockholm syndrome uh, right or um does she say china syndrome she says china syndrome and 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 michael surmises that it could be any of them yeah can we, we we can only syndromes are whatever you need them to be. Okay, apparently yes. the China syndrome is a term that, that yeah. describes a fictional result of a nuclear meltdown. Yeah, it oh, was. Wow. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a movie of such name. I do. Yeah, believe. I see that with uh, uh, Michael Douglas and Jane Fonda. Yeah, that was that was big news. That was right on on uh, Three Mile Island. Oh, look at that Bo- from 1979. Yeah, actually, that was it. Came out before Three Mile Island, and okay. people were actually the media was actually. People were using this movie as as a um, uh, information. Really, and it was it was uncanny timing, unfortunate timing, if you will. Three Mile Island, of course, is the nuclear yeah, the power nu- plant in New yes. York. Yeah. Uh, that had, that had uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. I believe. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And our show yeah. is set in Scranton. Yeah. Uh, yes. 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 That's true. I, I wonder if I believe it was. Where is it? Um. Now I need to. Oh yeah, it was in Pennsylvania. Okay. Where yeah. Was that? Yeah, but it, not far from. I don't think it was far from New York, though. Nothing in Pennsylvania is far from New York. Well, Western Pennsylvania, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's um, and which is a, which is a great thing because Scranton is only an hour and a half from Bethel, New York, where I will be going to watch the fish play. The fish are playing. The fish are playing. Who taught the fish how to play instruments? <sighs> oh, you mean the band? The band. Yes. That, the fit. Well, I mean, but the I mean, fish from could, Vermont. The fish from Vermont are gonna be um. On the old Woodstock site, so um, it's going to be a geekastic time for me, and I'm looking forward to sharing pictures with everybody. You should put them on our Facebook. Page. I think I will do that. So stay tuned, to y'all. Um, coming later this July. Uh, um, I like how uh, David Wall says that uh, Toby knew the branch. Yeah, he was available. Yeah, and I like him. And he likes him. And um, David and- immediately going against the grain with the disliking <laughs> of HR, but we do know that he does not like the HR guy at corporate. We do know that, don't we? we find that out in a later episode. Uh, exactly. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but yeah. another one that he does not like. Yeah. Uh, and we really get the sense that David Wallace has now, he he's just really just tolerating Michael's. I mean, he already was, but with everything they've gone through and Michael just telling him off in the last episode, last episode yep. he, he um, so this is sort of the, 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 the insult to injury, I would say, after taking Holly away. Mm-hmm. And Whom he loved, again. Yes, we loved, and, um, and Michael was avoiding the icky... Uh, annex. Well, they, they say it's icky back there. It was. People it, say it's icky. Right. People say it's icky. People are disturbed, and this is another test to their uh, working relationship, if you will. And my and David Wallace just good to the. She he kind of does the Jan method. He's just like, all right, I gotta go, bye, like, mm-hmm. and that's it. And and Michael's just there to. <sighs> deal with toby <laughs> uh well it is um what does he say it um he calls it their our messed up world it's a messed up world and this is our messed up world he says about toby coming back <laughs> it's one fucked up world messed up what have you i can't um oh uh, by the way um toby, uh, so evil snail evil snail 
just want to say evil snail. <laughs> evil snail. I love how Michael always has to kind of like talk about like how like slow and like unexciting Toby is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Go to for him. Even when um, he's trying to be nice to him and he's getting the details on the beaches, how pristine and such, and they are, and he's like, yeah. He's like, you know, how hard it was to meet people. And he's like, yeah, that must have been really hard for, for people like you. Yeah, get it. <laughs> um, backhanded compliment or, or backhanded uh, term. Um, and, and, and Toby, God bless him, has to deal with, um, before Ryan quits, uh, watching. Oh, God, Pam and uh, no, uh, Kelly, 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 Kelly and Ryan. Ryan just go at it sloppily. Um, That's a weird scene because he says that this isn't appropriate. This isn't appropriate. To which Ryan says, okay, what's up? Yeah, after like three three or four more seconds of making out. And then why is he there? Yeah. To make them look at his vacation photos. Yeah, old old tech, uh, yeah. And we see him earlier actually showing him to Phyllis. This was a thing people still did back in like 2008-ish. Yeah. Um, they don't do that anymore. I don't even know if they were doing it back then. Maybe. Now, I, I don't, don't know. I honestly don't know that I've ever like gone out of my way to show someone photos of my vacation without them saying first, hey, got any photos of your vacation? <laughs> which... The beautiful thing is no one's ever asked me that question before. No, no one wants to see photos from your vacation unless yeah. either you, A, met The Rock, yeah. or B, pet a hippo. Those are the only reasons anybody wants to see your vacation photos. I don't think he had any of that. I don't think he had either of those. Well, a hippo will fucking kill you, man. Those things are dangerous as hell. Shit. Yeah, so it better be a sedated hippo. And same with mildly. The Rock, frankly. Perhaps. Oh, man, he's very strong. I, I, I've never met the guy. Very I don't talented. know what he does. Yeah, very, very, talented, very talented. Very strong. Very <laughs> Break me in man. half. Like, <laughs> Oh my goodness! Was what, that uh, were you saying he could or you would want him to? Uh, either. <laughs> yeah, big same, big same, I mean, big same, big same. <laughs> I was I just proved something that I think I forgot to talk about, and that's that's okay because that that happens. Well, speaking of notes, real quick, I'll mention yeah. how uh, Angela is annoyed that she did not write the bitchy note about the microwave. Yes, yes her outtakes in the in, in the microwave uh, arc, I believe, are, are are some of the best. Yeah, she's yeah she because people keep asking her if she wrote it. And she feels like she's had a missed opportunity. <laughs> well, because what was it, bitchy and condescending or whatever? Yes, I mean she even compliments it when she first hears hears about it. And she says, "I wish I'd wrote it." it isn't that something that I mean? I think Pam has some some buyers or some remorse about when. I mean, think about it. Who actually has positive reactions to it? Uh, Angela, yeah. legitimately. Ryan says he does. Probably not in real life, but. You know, that's the only real positive feedback from it. Even Meredith is like, get off your high horse, Richie. <laughs> yeah, she Which I love that, too, because, like, you all work at the same place. <laughs> None of you is rich. rich. Mid-level paper company employees. Nah, they're rich. She <laughs> and I think it's also implied she Meredith is probably the culprit, I think, in the uh, messy microwave. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, I, for some reason, always assumed Phyllis. I don't know why. Maybe, Maybe because of the popcorn. The car, the popcorn. popcorn. Yeah. yeah. The pop popcorn got out of control. Yeah, just associated with microwaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um I'm not sure, but it's a crazy episode. And the note we never talk about, of course, is the note that Michael gives Pam to give to Toby. Oh yeah. The most questionable method of uh elicitation of uh, of a response from Toby. Please hug and kiss me, Toby. no matter how much I struggle. I am too shy to tell you how much I love you. Kind of wonder what I, I was. Ex I was imagining what his response would have been. Yeah, had she done that, he never would have done it. No, he would have been like Pam. What is this? But he might have. Uh, he might have. Give you this? He, he might. <laughs> <laughs> she and Pam did give Michael her word. By yeah. the way, 
Oh, yeah. And then she immediately went she on ma- it. You know what? Immediately opened it up. I mean, my which, God. Which I love that no one in the office truly, like, plays along with Michael. No. Like, they, the minute that they know a better route, they just do it. And he just... Pam, yeah, nothing you can do. Jim will play along to a to to a degree. Yeah, but and because he's having fun. And exactly, he's having fun, and but he knows the line to not to not go past. Yeah, and it and it works, but you know, yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I so I mean, I mean, you know, I, thank God I've never had a drama or a, my. I mean, I've I've worked in offices before where we had a shared microwave. Yeah, I never had to deal with something like that. I suppose and. That's one of those where, you know, ironically, you could go to your HR rep and say that. Mm-hmm. And he, and that's, and if you go that route, then maybe it would be, you know, it wouldn't be so much condescension against her. And, and Oscar's just over, overwhelmingly hatred of anonymity. Oh, yeah. On that. And, and the way, and, and, and Kevin's, and, and we're seeing like the social, the, uh, we're seeing some, uh, um, some social dynamics play out here with, Pam's even even her attire actually. That's one thing they note actually. Pam and uh, Angela are actually sort of wearing the same thing, just really? in different colors in this in this episode. Oh. She's wearing a. They're both wearing like a short blouse with like a a short um, sweater oh, on yeah. top of it. Okay, just different color. Like and and uh, but it's supposed to sort of signify you know Pam's back from New York. She's been look you know she kind of has a a more I don't know refined refined look, look perhaps yeah, okay. and um she's trying to carry that over in this uh wasteland of scranton and <laughs> dunder mifflin and uh it, you know it kind of reeks of sort of uh yeah it's it is holier than thou and it's interesting i don't know i like that i like to hear the different takes yeah on everybody but it's um i think it was overblown i'm glad they took that deleted scene out yeah. I think it was just kind of unnecessary. Yeah, I, I got to admit, the only real value I see from that scene is that Jim look. Is that that yeah. that Jim where he's realizing that maybe yeah. he didn't do something fancy enough for Pam. Yeah. New York Pam. It's funny. It's funny to see how this is playing out and then knowing how like later on he's going to have he's going to be kind of on the other end of it. Yeah. With Philly. Yeah. So they sort of um yeah, they kind of brush past it and then and then they kind of revisit it in the end. So it's interesting to see those like kind of like, why is he so worried? Like, she's not going to want to leave Scranton. Like, you don't know that though, and like especially at the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, he did. She did have that. She did have. Um, what was his name? Charles? Not Charles. Um, who was the guy who was trying to get her to go see? Oh yeah, I forget his name. Uh, but yeah, the Alex, one that, Alex. Alex, the one that told her that she right. should not go home. She should not go home. So they're still trying to keep that keep that storyline. You know, will will she go back? What? How is she gonna? What she What's she gonna do? What she really want to do with her life? You know. I realized that the writers were constantly playing a game of trying to figure out exactly how much they needed of each character's storyline to tell it properly. Uh huh. And we're now as we get to these producer episodes, these super fan episodes, we're getting a look at just how much gets cut. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing why it gets cut. Uh-huh. And yeah. I think that's really interesting. I, I think it is too. But you know, one thing they'll never cut. One thing, they, one thing they couldn't cut. Creed. <laughs> and, and, and I just, one thing maybe they did cut that I'd like to see was, what kind of drugs and how much drugs was he holding? Right, yeah. <laughs> on, on the, on or the premises. what other crimes what? For, was he doing? <laughs> and, and how long did he have to stay in the room until the cops did leave? It's a great <laughs> show us how the office used the talking heads mm-hmm. for more than just their intended purpose. Yeah, maybe this was the only time. Who knows? But <laughs> maybe not. It's the idea of Creed saying, "Just, just pretend like we're talking to the, the cops." cops leave. Leave. 
His just that hand gesture when they walk in is just everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> and speaking of speaking of the of the uh, talking heads though, one yeah. thing I did notice in, in in the continuity of things and the fact that Jim hadn't told Pam about the house, he told the video he told the camera crew because yeah. they as he's talking about the house, they're showing him with a for sale sign. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they knew before she did. Yeah. <laughs> Jimbo, come on, buddy. But you know, and all, but but it was a good way to show the story, and and that's how that's why you can't think about it too much. And yeah, way. that's one of the caveats they have to do just if they're going to tell a story in this format. Yeah, they yeah. chose mockumentary back in season one. They didn't realize they're going to need to hide some information. No, 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 no. But it still works. And um, the other nice thing too is is this thing hasn't come out yet. You know, we've got yeah, they're still shooting it. So mm. as long as the staff of as long as the crew mm -hmm. the shooting crew the film crew does not i wonder if they ever had creed over or tried to yeah um funny enough actually um creed and angela are pretty good friends or they're they're good friends in real life and oh, they cool. live kind of near each other oh wow in la i think mm -hmm. and um so yeah that's kind of funny that he actually does live near some one of the other office people I don't well, know. If also, I don't think they throw things down the uh, quarry, or if they have quarries in L.A. Well, we know he thinks that she's the office bitch. So this is true, uh, Andrea. Andrea. Yeah, yep. Andrea. Yeah. But I mean, she was the office bitch because she played that character fantastically. Fantastically, well. and is just keeping it going. That's one thing I've loved going, um, going. about Angela Kinsey is she just loses herself in Angela Martin. Oh yeah. I mean, because yeah. if you once you see what Angela's really like, mm -hmm. she is nothing like that woman at all. But she owed that. Shit. She does, and and she's an she's an improv. That's that's her, that oh, okay. was her that was her specialty. Okay. Um. When when uh, from what she had done mostly before, so it's really it's good to see. It's amazing how she can um, transform, or or just and 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 it's kind of I don't know. I I feel I love hearing her commentary. Like now I know that like deep down or like like okay I can. She has a much sweeter side to her, and like she's way more easygoing in real life. It kind of. I don't know if it takes away it for takes away her character for me a little bit. It takes me out of the moment, maybe. Yeah. More than it used to when I wasn't watching all the podcasts and listening to him talk about it so much. It's kind of I don't it, know. It's a double edged sword. But it is. But it's you, worth it. But it's worth it. And you can tell you by the end of the show how much Angela just wanted people to like Angela. Yeah. You know, sure. you started. She, I, I think she really had a hand in in redeeming that character in the final season. True. Because you could just tell how much she loved playing it. Yeah. But she can't love the fact that people pretty much think that that character is awful. <laughs> and she does a lot of awful things before it's all said oh, and done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With good reason. <laughs> you know. She's I mean, like, um, uh, what's who's the, the prince on uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, I never watched it, unfortunately. Uh, Joffrey. Joffrey Baratheon. Uh, yeah. That actor, I, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but he played it so well mm. that people still hate that fucking character. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like in uh, Breaking Bad. Yep. Uh, Todd, yeah. that guy, he gets he um, he becomes so despicable, and then like people in real life. I mean, I think he probably still gets, yeah. You know, that's probably the most thing that someone would say to him. But like, yeah. So did the Joffrey uh, actor Jack yeah. something now? That hey, if you're doing it that well, then good for you. Like you're doing something right. Exactly. And I mean, that's the there you go. And that's what I see written all over Reddit because that always ends up in the comments that how people need to leave these actors alone. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Yes. Southerner. It's just hilarious to me, and that how she talks about how like her southern draw would like she'd had to watch that, mm -hmm. and she couldn't say certain things. She'd have to say them over and over again because they could hear it coming out of her. Oh wow. And, uh, and yeah, like. Pretty... That's got to be so frustrating because that's something I feel like I don't always notice the unique sounds of my voice. Mm. 
So if people were constantly pointing it out to me, but God damn it, I didn't mean to. <laughs> anyway. What can you do? It's a great episode. Great, great episode. Uh, uh, I will say it's a really good episode. Too great. There's yeah. with a really good episode with great moments. Yeah, agreed. Once again, yep. it's sort of like a calling card for season five. I'd say. Yeah. I mean, there's some really great episodes too, yeah. but. Well, yeah. it's not the kind of like. It's not the kind of heyday of amazing ideas and execution and that re- we saw in seasons two and three. And it really can't be. No. I mean, it just can't. Like after, uh, We yeah. now know these characters too well. Yeah. You can't have the eccentricity of Michael burning his foot on a foreman grill. <laughs> We've got to move beyond that. So now we are framing an employee based on s- skills we learned watching The Shield. <laughs> it's a weird day for TV. Hey, uh... Our messed up world. leaves me speechless. This is our messed up world. This is my messed up world. But uh, what are you going to do? Just move on and and uh, yeah. And, and uh, ho- hopefully Toby's not going to. Oh, I, I somebody did have a uh, uh, the Scranton Strangler angle did come back in. Oh yeah. How how Toby was so you know uh, defensive when the cops got there. As yeah. he as as he rightfully should have been, honestly, because well, that was a bit of um, is Toby defending his right to privacy yes. and and not being searched yes. because he is an ardent supporter of American freedoms and rights, or or is he hiding something like evidence of his killings or both or both? Didn't even consider that. We'll only find out, or we won't. Maybe probably won't. Send us an email if you know the answer. That's olapodcast at gmail That is not. A real email address. Sorry. Maybe we'll be one day. Maybe someday. I don't know. But yeah, fun episode. Would would watch again, even after I watched it so much. For sure. Good times. Good times. So I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to decide between a, a chair or um, a copier. I think we should get Hank's it's, opinion. I think it's not good. Good because that man played the shit out of some blues. He did. And uh, he he knows he knows the real the real life. Yeah. The real life issues. So. We'll see you guys next week, or maybe the week after. Or bye-bye. All right, Grandpa, let's do this. Welcome to the People Person's Paper Podcast. I'm an old man who doesn't understand the subtle humor of the office. Yeah, hey, readers. All right, now that I've made an extra track. (laughs) Welcome.